When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. All righty, gentlemen. Uh, it was a coolish day here in Fort Myers. Oh, but right out of the uh, shoot, huh? It's warmed up a little bit. I think I saw it might have made 70. But I was up in Port Charlotte this morning. It's about an hour uh, drive north? It's about an hour, yeah, an hour drive. And uh, I wanted to uh, talk to the Tampa manager and a couple other guys. And then I headed on back and... Uh, uh, I missed Miguel Sano has two home runs. I've on I understand really up there two home runs up there. So uh, now it was kind of funny. Uh, the uh, this uh, Taiwanese pitcher Chi Wu Hu Chi Wu Ha whatever mm. his name is remember him? They traded him for uh, Kevin Jepsen. They traded him. Oh, he's for Kevin the guy. That, okay, yeah, he was a kid that was having a really good season, and he'd actually made it to AAA. And he's a pretty well highly touted, touted guy, yeah. too, right? Yeah, he's probably going to be on their club. But uh, I was standing there, and he comes walking over, and Polanco and Sano are walking in, and these three guys greeted each other like the greatest friends in the history of mankind because they played in the minor leagues together it's uh it's always kind of fun to see uh, uh guys who played in the minors uh getting together with each other and uh and uh uh the uh, taiwanese fellow mr who uh congratulated uh, miguel for his all-star berth in rather graphic and non-usable on the radio terms, ah, but, not safe uh, for work. Huh? But, but Miguel, uh, Miguel appreciated the uh, the uh, the enthusiasm <laughs> with which he was. The spirit uh, of it. Yes, yes, the spirit was fine. So it was anyway. Anyway, of course, uh, Joe has left. And uh, we, uh, you know, on fi- the Friday Fun Fest kind of kicks off. It officially kicks off at 4. Mm-hmm. But at 3 o'clock, uh, you know, we we got to fill some time. So here it is. Manny Hill, what is on your mind today? I think our Timberwolves are in big trouble, Patrick. And I know it, it's, it's uh, funny. It wasn't good last night. Huh? You're, I, I have uh, never seen such vitriol on Twitter in my life. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins. There are night. serial killers out there who are not treated as unkindly as Andrew <laughs> Wiggins was being treated today. It was uh, vicious last night. Vicious. Uh, they decided he wasn't trying because he was missing shots, huh? Is yeah, that, he was. Uh, he was pretty bad last night. He was pretty bad last couldn't night. Couldn't make There's, any shots. Couldn't make any shots, and just he was taking bad shots. There were a couple times where he probably should have dove for a couple loose balls, and he just didn't do it. And he just looked. He didn't look very engaged, and that's been that's been the ongoing problem with him, really going on for four years now. So. Well, uh, yeah, and uh, but it was. Uh, 
I got a hunch that uh, Sunday night when Golden State comes to oh, town it's be could ugly. be rowdy because uh, there might be booze for Wiggins. And I think that's an actually, actually an afternoon game. Afternoon I game. I think it's okay. a 3 Well, usually you get a lot of youth off. for that game then, so maybe it won't be so bad. But I, I think after last night, has Andrew been booed yet in the home I arena? don't think so, and I haven't been at... Target Center in, in mm-hmm. a few weeks, but I, I I don't know, so I don't know how the crowd. I did see Judd tweeted uh, last night that because I guess Judd was at the game and and he tweeted that somebody somebody yelled out, "Are you even gonna try?" or something like that after Wiggins mm. missed a shot or something like that. Adam, so. yeah. Well, I you know I can uh, you know see uh, imagine the frustration when they don't see the effort they want to see, but I I, I can't believe he's missing shots on purpose. <laughs> I don't know why is he shooting so poorly. He's not this bad a shooter. Well, he, he has been at times. I think it's just the shot selection. I, I think he just he settles for those long twos, and he's not. He's just never really been good at hitting those shots. His percentages, if you look at the numbers, his percentages from sort of that sixteen to nineteen foot range, it's not good. Yet he continues to shoot those shots. So. I mean, he needs to he needs to drive and and slash to the basket because he's he's good at finishing at the rim, uh, but when he just sort of settles for those long twos and when he's taking those fadeaways, he had he had shorter guys guarding him a few times last night, and he would just settle for that Michael Jordan Kobe Bryant fadeaway, and it just that's not that's not his game, that's not his shot, but he continues to do that. Well, uh, they're going to have to, uh, you know, without uh, without uh, Mr. Butler around, uh, something's got to happen here. Uh, and this who, was who are they going to be... beat? Beyond uh, possibility of beating the Wizards, who are they going to beat the next four games? Well, it was funny because you remember earlier this week, I, I said if, if they're going to win a game in this tough stretch of games, like Boston at home, mm-hmm. coming off, you know, you're, you're coming off five days of rest. You haven't played a game since, you know, Friday. You got Boston at home. Boston has the the tendency. They're, they're very good, but they have the tendency to, to have a clunker once in a while, catch them on a bad night, and win a game at home. And they couldn't do that. So now you got the champs coming in on Sunday, and and now you got to go on the road for a few. Games. No Steph. Can you beat them without Steph? Nope. <laughs> nope. Well, Even they, without they played. Steph. Well, the first time they played Golden State this year, remember Durant sat out because Durant had like a sore, yeah. he had like a sore leg or something, or sore mm-hmm. quad or something, and and Golden State still ran him out of the gym. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. If this team doesn't make the playoffs, uh, it's going to be uh, interesting uh, to say the least. Uh, that uh, be some but very, yeah, very it was fans. Uh, Rook. I, I know you're not a big follower of the Timberwolves, but uh, well, boy, I like it, when they win. That's all I know about it. Them, was so that's why I'm keeping vicious. my mouth shut. Well, it you, was haven't, you haven't been liking them in a while, then have you? Right? <laughs> it was vicious on Twitter. <laughs> Now, now I did see uh, uh, Judd describe it as a free fall. Is is this a free fall? Losing three in a row, two well, on the road to Portland, and uh, and Utah. I guess it's a free fall. Well, in it's the their longest losing. Were, st- it's their longest losing streak of the year. It's the yeah. first time they've lost three in a row all year. Yeah. I guess it's a free fall when you were third in the standings and you're now sixth or seventh. I suppose that 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 could be described as a free. And fall. And you know, they got you got Denver and and the Clippers right behind you. You know, I mean, you, you got to be, be a disgrace. Be that would be a disgrace if the Clippers, who basically gave up, finished ahead of you. Yeah. They sold off Blake to Detroit, and they yeah. brought in a couple guys that they thought, you know, could 
we'll just try these guys out and see how it goes the rest of the year. And they're not really thinking about trying to make the playoffs. And here they are sitting in the eighth spot right now. As a casual fan, which is what I am for basketball, I like it. I just don't live and die by it. But I do like to see that the Timberwolves win. Is this an extension of somewhat of the curse? With uh, the injury here, and now, oh man, we're three losses in a row. Uh, they never seem to get over the hump. Well, there's 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 enough talent rookie on the team, even with Butler out. There's enough talent to make the playoffs. The problem is, is they rely on Jimmy Butler so much to do everything for them, and now that he's out, they're just kind of looking around like, "Where's oh, God, Jimmy? Where, where, where's Jimmy? What do we do?" And and it's. It shouldn't be this way. You've got veterans. You've got Taj, and you've got Jamal Crawford, and you've got guys that have been in playoff games and, and have been uh, through these things before. When he was out earlier this year, Wiggins played pretty well. Yeah, and, and that's the biggest. That role. And right away, when he first got hurt, they, he played pretty well. And now, Yeah, in the last the couple of games, he just hasn't, has not been good at all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, my God. You know what I missed today? Let me see here. What this did you miss be. today? This can't be true. Oh, wait. I thought I missed Tommy Malone pitching for Tampa, but it was a different Malone. It's a different Sam. Malone. That would have been... Uh, That's yeah. where Tommy is, down in Tampa? No, or I is didn't he know where else? he was. I didn't know where he was, but oh, I just no. saw him in the you know box I think, he's in, I think he's with the Nats. They brought him back, huh? I think I think because I remember I think Johnny had did a story about him getting signed, and I, and I think I remember looking up and seeing, oh, yeah, the Nats were his original team. Let me look him up real quick. Well, do you want to take our break and come back? Twins, and we'll... uh, yes, uh, the Twins uh, win 4-3. to three. Jose Barrios, four innings. Four innings, three hits, one run. Uh, Taylor Rogers, one inning. Uh, Duffy, two scoreless. Hildenberger gives up a run. Miguel Sano did indeed hit two home runs today. The Twins won 4-3 to three up at Tampa. And uh, go, go, Gomez. They have Gomez. They have uh, Wilson Ramos. They have Denard Spann. And then they got the Taiwanese kid. It looks like Twins Old Home Week up there in the uh, in the uh, clubhouse in uh, Port Charlotte. Okay, we'll be back. More from Fort Myers with Patrick on Sports Talk. Great beer. All righty, no mayor. It's the uh, pre uh, the pregame show for the Friday Fun Fest, and I'm proud to say we now have a 315 segment today. What is on Kenny's mind? This is how you fake your way through an hour broadcast. <laughs> My hat's off to you, sir. This is how it's done. And well, I, I want to see. I want to have a discussion on a topic that might not be in front of mind for me. No, no, you don't. You want to kill forty-five oh. minutes? Oh, hang on. I know how this works, my friend, and I don't blame you. Uh, and I've got enough on my mind today. I could talk uh, for the next three hours. First, I want to start with my drive-in. I get out to my truck at two thirty, Patrick, and there's a wasp on my windshield. What? Huh? A wasp. I took a picture of it, and then I fully expected this thing to fly off on the way in. I drove twenty minutes, no faster than thirty-five miles per hour, into work. That thing is still crawling around on my windshield. Come on. It's thirty degrees out. How's a wasp on your windshield? So they survived the winter in your I, garage. Is I, that what you're telling my me? My garage is is heated. Sometime, you know, I have That's... a heater in there, but <laughs> I have no. And, and the car's parked outside, Patrick. I don't park inside. Oh, 
So I have this is no, not possible. No, this it's not, not possible. possible. This is Satan. This is voodoo. <laughs> this is not right. So no, and they, you know, they serve no. We we have them occasionally in the in the backyard, and uh, uh, what well, we we built one of these decks that's got, of course. And they they go down inside and build themselves a nice nest down there. Right, you, you can't get at the damn. Right, place. and they. But, uh, uh, I don't. I don't know where we get one in the dead of winter. They hole up and hibernate all winter. I mm-hmm. thought, uh, but this one came out for for the day, and he's still out there. Uh, so <laughs> I'm uh, showing the pictures to everybody, and I sit down at my desk. I log in. And I immediately see, wait, I wrote it down, seven crashes and nine stalls on the system right now on a sunny day with dry roads. So I'm fuming about that, thinking, oh, my God, we're all awful drivers. It's not just one of us. It's not just a few of us. We all suck at driving. And then I hear a scanner call, and this is what restored my faith in humanity. I hear a scanner call. Oh, there's a motorcycle driving, too. I just saw a motorcycle in the freeway. Anyway, I hear a scanner call for a trooper fighting with one, Highway 61 at County J. I call up the camera. Sure enough, there's a trooper going at it with a guy. He gets him down on the ground, and I'm yelling at the TV, at the monitor, somebody help him! You know, come on, man! Because you can see people standing around. Finally, a good old boy, and I mean, you know, farmer-type, big old old bastard, he comes in (laughs) and uh, he gives the trooper a hand and helps him uh, get them all cuffed up, and they toss him in the back, and uh, that truly restored my faith in humanity. So what, do we have a uh, drunk uh, drunk here? I don't know. All I heard is trooper out fighting with one. Uh, But I posted all of this on Twitter, which brings me to my final uh, thought. What do we got? About five minutes? Yeah, we got got to ask you a question. First, I got to ask you a question. All these wrecks, uh, rear enders, everybody's hitting people in front of them while they're looking at their phones. Yeah, that's what I'm blaming all of them on. Uh, is a, speaking of that, I saw three cars in a row on 42nd Street this uh, this afternoon where their phones were visibly up over oh, their dash yeah. looking right at them. And they were when doing about... When are people f- going to get it, man? Well, when they crash and kill someone. Uh, you know, they <sighs> they don't get it. And as far as I'm concerned, this is a far worse problem than drunk driving right now. This is absolutely insane. It's, it's that, And you know what it is, Kenny? It's that mentality of... Oh, it's not going to happen to me. Right. I'm 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 too good of a driver. It's not going right. to I'm, I'm going to be fine. I, I, I go I don't through have to this. Worry about it. You guys know where uh what's that uh what's that sporting goods store in my neighborhood on 42nd and 28th. Um it's a really busy corner oh, there. Yeah. There's always a bus <sighs> there. There's always people double parked. You can barely get through in two lanes. People will be going around that corner with pedestrians walking everywhere with their phone up looking at their phone as they go through busy intersections. It's unbelievable. Nobody will put their phone down for anything. So that's a couple of things. But what's really been bothering me, Pat, and I really could use your help with this, uh, you're an addict. Uh, So am I. My latest uh, addiction is stupid Twitter. I hate Twitter with a passion, and I cannot put it down. (laughs) That was me last night, Kenny. It serves me no purpose. I I derive no pleasure from it. It doesn't make me high. It doesn't make me happy. (laughs) It does absolutely nothing but depress me and make me angry and make me... I want to hole up in a room and not talk to anybody for the rest of my life. But yet, I cannot put the Twitter down. I need help. Last night, I I got into it with some Wolves fans after the game, and I, I was reminded why I don't tweet during Wolves games mm-hmm. because 
people just want to argue. They just want to argue with you. They How do you deal with this, Ricey? Well, I think you're talking to him. With you. I think you're talking to one, Manny. Ricey, you get. You've got to get more hate tweets and more mansplaining than anybody I know. And you're so calm and relaxed and laid back about it. How because the Pat hell loves, do you Pat do just it? Loves to agitate people. That's why. He I have, care. Do I have to somehow take pleasure in making people mad? Well, here's it's a good. Start. I actually am probably respond too often not you know just generally if people ask something or do in addition to the angry ones uh you know i i try to engage in conversation and it doesn't always work out but we sometimes get going on a topic and get arguing and uh you know i i go for that and now once in a while i'll block them when they get overly stupid i don't block you because you insult me i get over you know the number one way to get blocked with me is when somebody says who cares what you have to say you know? oh and right then I, say, <laughs> then I say okay well you don't goodbye but uh i i don't know i i, I get the mansplaining a lot i'll throw out uh, a construction item or something and i'll get 20 guys telling oh, yeah. me the how what and why of it when they oh, have yeah. no clue and half of them are completely wrong but truly believe they're the smartest person on the planet yeah, drives me insane that is fun when they uh when you when, when you uh make a joke and then people don't quite like yesterday here's how it worked yesterday of course pitt fired their basketball coach. i saw you do this, this is so i said uh sources uh, i'm hearing no hearing that richard patino is the leading candidate at Pitt. I mean, I've done that for three years now, ever since we had our first rumors. Right, give him a little pump. An right. And then yesterday I said, or maybe I'm wrong, maybe it was Rick Patino. <laughs> <laughs> and, and still people took it seriously. I mean, come on. Yeah. I'll never forget. I guess my problem is people who have not followed the four years of Rick Petit, Richard Patino jokes who uh, don't get they the don't joke. get it. Yeah. I don't. I, don't uh, I know. I, you know. Yeah, it's fun. I, I, I'll I never enjoy, forget. When I enjoy you, Twitter. It doesn't drive me crazy. I'll never forget when when Bo Ryan announced that he was stepping away from Wisconsin. <laughs> when you put out hearing that that Richard Patino is leading candidate first, first choice, first, uh, first choice for choice Wisconsin, for and people actually bought <laughs> oh, it. Went crazy. Oh, it was hilarious. I've actually resorted to muting people. That's what I do. I don't yep. block them because I I'm, too. Not, I'm not mad enough to to, <laughs> or I don't want to let them know I'm mad. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're better off muting them because then they can't tell their friends. Yeah, he blocked me. He's yeah. such a sensitive. Uh, no. I'm just ignoring you because you're an idiot. I do take very strong pride in being blocked by uh, by Tim Brewster, though. I, 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 I think it's great. Yeah. Oh, you got blocked uh, by Brew? Oh yeah, I'm one of the many blocked by Brew. It's it's great. Patrick, I wear it as a badge of honor. Have you oh, ever had uh, anybody ask to be unblocked? I've had a few of those, and yeah, I've actually oh, I yeah, I usually do. And me. then I usually do, yeah. And I, they say I have no idea why you blocked me. Well, <laughs> I. Look in the I, mirror. I sure as hell don't have any idea either. So, you know, I mean, this is a while back. So Sometimes I I'll see uh, people that I occasionally, I look at their Twitter feed and I'll see tweets from other people and I'll block those people. So I And they don't know who I am. They're not following me. I just never want to see They don't even or, know you block them. Right, but they, yeah. use right. that back, they use that back door to get to you. You can't let that out. It'd be a lot. Oh, they're, so. they're trying to get to me? Well, I block them anyway. Yeah. All right. All right. Right. Well, Twitter's uh, Twitter's I, you evil. Know, I think it's kept me young, man. Really? It's great. Yeah. I think it's killing me. Yeah. 
Twitter and PJ Flecker. Keep it going. <laughs> okay, Sid. All, All right, right. Uh, we're going to get some numbers. We'll give you an update uh, with Mr. Reavers after the second period. We'll give you an update in high school hockey, but uh, Sports Talk Friday edition will be back. Right now, we've got Bruce Vale waiting in the wings in his New Jersey cubby hole. He's got the Your Money Now report, and it comes to us from Owatonna's own federated insurance bruce and it's a pretty good report to end the week a strong february employment report from the government sent stocks higher with the dow jones industrial average ahead 440 points today closing at 25,335 the nasdaq composite rose 132 points the s&p 500 gained 47 and all three indexes were up at least three percent this week bnsf railway said it will invest about 90 million dollars in capital improvements in minnesota this year. The transportation company said to ensure it continues to operate a safe and reliable rail network. This year's plan remains focused on maintenance projects. And Toys R Us reportedly is preparing to liquidate all of its U.S. stores and abandon efforts to restructure through the bankruptcy process after a weak holiday season torpedoed its plans to reorganize. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now. On 1500 ESPN. I thought for a second you forgot there I was going to have to whisper in your ear. ESPN 1500. Nope. I was hearing Patrick. Oh, well, that figures. It threw me. I thought he was fake tweeting again. <laughs> we were trying to tune him out. You all right. Got, you have, have a good weekend, Bruce. I'm we're, blocking all of you. I don't blame you. Your traffic here is sponsored by Walgreens. We'll start with westbound 694 already plowing the brakes. Silver Lake Road over to 100. As is inbound 394 on the brakes. Often on 100 into downtown if you're traveling between the downtowns you're going to see congestion for both directions of 94 between the lowry hill tunnel and Creton. uh strangely enough your travel time between averaging out 17 minutes both ways and southbound 35e out of downtown st paul seeing an 18 minute drive down to 494 and like i said earlier wrecks everywhere for no good reason walgreens is here for all your diabetes needs stop by today Here is the capable Chris Reavers filling in for John Height. Thank you, Patrick. It's day number three of the 2018 Boys State High School Hockey Tournament. All right, we have one final. Uh, Orono defeated Matamidi 5-4 in overtime. Right now, Kenny's Alexandria Cardinals, Cardinals are up 2-1 to one over number one seed Hermantown in the second period. Oh, go Cards. That would be so fun. Oh, to beat Hermantown? Oh, that my God. That would be huge. It would be a statewide celebration. Yes. Hermantown <laughs> is the new Edina. Uh, later today, speaking of that, number two Edina will take on Duluth East. Then number one Minnetonka will battle number five Centennial, who upset St. Thomas Academy last night, three to two. Fighting back from a 2-0 deficit, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they right? did. Yes. Rook, what is the Academy view of this uh, horrible loss? Uh, it is a uh, uh, the heads are hanging low, and uh, mm-hmm. you know what? They just uh, they seem to. I think it was the pucker factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just. Uh, they couldn't. They couldn't beat him. The other team was loose. Centennial was loose, and mm-hmm. uh, the academy was just. Uh, they well, weren't playing well. You know what? This but it was still a good game. You they know weren't what the Centennial coach said, don't you? What did he say? Same thing Mal Scanlon used to say when Creton played St. Thomas. 
This is the only time in your lives you'll have a chance to kick these guys' ass. They're all all the rich guys. They're all going to own the companies. They're all the rich guys. You have a chance tonight to go out and beat your future boss as bad as you want. (laughs) Mel also would say when he would go to a function and if he uh, he got near a microphone, maybe an academy or visitation function, he would always say, We'd like to thank you guys for hiring all the Cretan boys to park the cars tonight. That was a really nice <laughs> gesture. <laughs> yes. uh, before more sports items, Kenny has a breaking news item that I missed during the uh, last commercial Yeah, break. they're calling this an active su- uh, shooter situation, but it sounds like he hasn't pulled the trigger yet. Patrick, have you heard of Yountville, California? It's in Napa County. No, I have not. Nor have I, but evidently an armed man came into a veteran's home there in Northern California. Uh, This uh, story was released. It would have been 1 p.m. local time there. Uh, He quietly came into a going-away party and staff meeting at this veteran's home, let some leave while keeping others hostage. Um, She was at a party Friday morning, 10 to 15 people at this uh, at this veterans home and they haven't heard anything we haven't heard anything about injuries and we don't know if he's uh, actually pulled the trigger and shot anybody yet so mm. uh, that's about all we know it's an ongoing situation and that's about all i have at this point mm. uh timberwolves returned from their five-day layoff and extended their losing season-long losing streak to three games of the 117-109 loss to the boston celtics last night at target center kyrie irving led the way for boston with 23 points Eight Jeff assists. had a hard time guarding him, I heard. Huh? Yes. yes. Yeah, he actually defended him okay. Kyrie's just so good. Hey, uh, uh, but Derek never got off the pine, right? We were nope, saving nope. that for a Friday, Sunday, maybe? Sunday when they uh, they host the Golden State Warriors at 2.30 p.m. at Target. No, Steph. No, Steph. I smell a victory. I smell a Timberwolves victory. No, I think that's... Well, uh, you've just doomed them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That is yeah, fungal did, decay that I, I smell. I did pick the Academy to win the hockey tournament. Yes, as I you recall, did. I did. <laughs> It's time to win the double-A title. Of course, having seen none of those teams play for seven years, I really... I also believe you that out there. predicted the Gophers were going to win the NCAA tournament, and I don't think they're going to make it. Well, they're going to make it to the tournament. Are they? Yes, they're going to make it to the tournament because uh, so many up- upsets would have to occur for them not to. They're still like 13th in the whatever oh it God. is, pairwise. Yeah. Uh, Wild are in Vancouver tonight to take on the Canucks. Wild sit with 83 points, which is fourth best in the West. This will be the first of a back-to-back for the Wild. They are in Edmonton tomorrow night. Puck drop tonight from Rogers Arena is at 9 p.m. You can't have an easier road trip than Vancouver without uh, Brock Besser and uh, then Edmonton, which is uh, given up on the season. Uh, there's no excuse to come home with fewer than three points. Again, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just cursing our fellas. News notes from today. President Donald Trump's personal attorney used his Trump organization email while arranging to transfer money into an account at a Manhattan (laughs) bank before he wired $130,000 to adult film star Stormy Daniels to buy her silence. The lawyer, Michael Cohen, also regularly used the same email account during 2016 negotiations with the actress, whose legal name is Stephanie Clifford, before she signed a nondisclosed agreement. Clifford's attorney at the time addressed correspondence to Cohen in his capacity at the Trump Organization and as special counsel to Donald J. Trump. 
Cohen has tried to put distance between the president and the payout, which has been the subject of campaign finance complaints. In a statement last month, Cohen said that he used his personal funds to facilitate a payment to Clifford, who says that she had an intimate relationship with Trump a decade ago. Neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was a party to the transaction with Ms. Clifford and neither reimbursed me for the payment, either directly or indirectly, Cohen said in a statement. Uh, so uh, Stormy says that she can now talk about it because the, the paperwork they got wasn't signed by Trump. Is that, uh, is that what she's saying? Yes, yeah. apparently. Okay. Well... And uh, speaking of the president, he and North Korea's Kim Jong-un plan to meet in May for nuclear disarmament talks, a development that would put two leaders who repeatedly insulted, threatened, and dismissed each other <laughs> in the same room, possibly in North, the North Korean capital of Pyongyang. You know what Donald's first question is going to be? Where'd you get that haircut? Yeah. It's quite a haircut. Where'd yeah. you get that haircut? Hey, Mo. Shorty? Hey, Mo. Hey, where'd you get that haircut? Or, or he's going to say, you know, that TV makes you look fatter than you are. You're not quite <laughs> as fat as they said you were. You know? What do you say we just grease these two up and let them wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Make it a primetime event The guy would only be up to Donald's navel. Yeah. <laughs> Former President Barack Obama is in advanced negotiations with Netflix to produce a series of high-profile shows that will provide him a global platform after his departure from the White House. Under terms of the proposed deal, which is not yet final, Netflix, Netflix excuse me, would pay Obama and his wife Michelle for exclusive content that would be available only on the streaming service, which has nearly 118 million subscribers worldwide. The number of episodes and the formats from the shows have not yet been decided. Obama does not intend to use his Netflix shows to directly respond to President Donald Trump or conservative critics, according to people familiar with the negotiations. So you know how this came about, don't you? How? Uh, Barack was the first guest on the David right. Letterman. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and during a quiet moment, he looked over and said, how much are you getting for this? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what What are they paying you for this? And uh, the, the, the millions that Netflix is throwing around are amazing. Well, and just, funny you mentioned that, Patrick, because I was going to also include Netflix recently signed a five-year, $300 million deal to lure Ryan Murphy away from 20th, 21st Century Fox. Uh, he is among the TV television industry's most sought-after producers. Do you think the uh, Netflix people will be very interested in the Mikulski family podcast? Is that, uh, <laughs> that's be fascinating. Well, that's a what we're going for. You would have to, you know, you can't, you can't be a podcast. It's got to be. It's got to be television. A, a oh. We can do TV. It's be yeah, a, we can a reality for the right price. We can do Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, what a did reality you, show. What did your basketball coach tell you, Matthew? Uh, how, how did he treat you? <laughs> Uh, no, that was Tom Kelly said, know your limitations. That was Tom Kelly said, know my limitations. Know your limitations, Rook. Know your limitations. Roycey, have you seen any of the Letterman uh, show? I I feel so... He, he, I feel so sorry for him when I see him with this uh, attention-grabbing beard that I, uh, you know... I, I, you know. How Dom, do you you're David that? Letterman. You're David Letterman. We don't need, you don't need a big bushy beard to have everybody say, oh, look at David Letterman. We already look at David Letterman. What a fraud. I've lost all, I, I used to think he was okay, but I've given up on him. Get, get a haircut. Don't you think it makes him look smarter? No. He looks like Randy look like Quaid. A, yes, he does. He looks like a retired old I, craft brewer. 
as you yeah. know, I'm a I'm a big Obama fan, but the interview sucked. Did there it? There was nothing. There. I mean, it was just twelve minutes of the only one know, I've that's seen. All I last. I saw the one with uh, George Clooney because let's face it, Clooney is just downright sexy. Uh, so I watched that, and Clooney basically said the same thing, Patrick. Okay, you're back off the farm. Shave that thing off. <laughs> let's go here. Uh, it's it's kind of pathetic. All right, let's take a break and come back with more. One more news item to pass along, and I'm only bringing this up specifically for you, Mr. Royce. Golden Valley could become the first city in the state to adopt dockless bike sharing ahead of the summer plans for dockless biking announced by Minneapolis and St. Paul earlier this year. What's that mean? The uh, well, it's you know how the you just drop on the sidewalk instead right? of oh, them being shit. latched to the the what do you call it? Just the, leave the them station? anywhere. Yep, basically. Uh, the West Metro suburb is expected to sign an agreement with Lime Bike, a Bay Area bike company, uh, on March 20th. If approved, 500 dockless bikes could be deployed in the city in April. Who's paying for this? Yeah. Uh, the, well, the, 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 uh, so they're free, the, Chris. The uh, Golden Valley taxpayers? No, Patrick. For the run the rest of this year, the the, the city, or the, excuse me, the uh, the company Lime Bike is not going to charge Golden Valley. They're just going to okay. do this as kind of a trial I'm run. I'm pretty sure they tried this in Minneapolis about 10, 15 <laughs> yeah, years ago. Nobody ever brought The Yellow Bike they, program. They never saw them again. They all <laughs> disappeared. Yeah, it was the Yellow Bike. They were all painted yellow. How many do you think are going to end up in Bassett Creek, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> Just ghost ride them right into the creek. You jump yeah, off I might, and let them I might go over and pick up a few and put them in my trunk and go throw them in the... <laughs> Hastily paint them green yeah. or black or Local red. sports riders seen throwing bike off Franklin Avenue Bridge. Here's another one. <laughs> Got your bike lane right here. Uh, by the way, we should update the listeners. Alexandria with now a commanding 3-1 to one lead Whoa! over Hermantown. Uh, 13.40 left to go in the third period. Alexandria having their way with the Hermantown Hawks. Don't wow. jinx it, you dum-dums. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. A former lunch lady at Invergrove Heights Middle School has pleaded guilty to sending nude photos of herself and sexually explicit text to a student back in 2014. Wow. Look at dummy over here. I've now. never I've seen a... He's never I've paid never more attention a, to the news. I haven't been to school for a long time, but I've never seen a hot lunch lady. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is she, is she like some old Greg Gladys Kravitz? Well, we had... What did we had Earlier, we talked about she would have the hairnet, uh, the uh, yellow gloves yep, that go up to the elbow. The yeah. boil. She'd have a boil somewhere on her face. Right. And the boil would be growing hair out of it. <laughs> and that would make you want to focus on lunch. Yeah. You don't want the hot lunch lady. You'd be like, can I get seconds here? Are we okay? Krista and... Go eat your gruel, Sonny. Muccio. used to have raisin and rice pudding. Uh, oh, what that is was wrong a big with one. you? That was a big one at St. Gabe's. Yeah. Oh, and I refused to eat it. And back then, we had to eat it because the uh, pagan children in Korea were starving to death. Right. Pagan and, uh, I used to end up in the furnace room in a chair because I wouldn't eat my rice and raisin pudding. A little, a little body, Patrick, still chubby, but was still the rice. Icy current head, you know, sitting on the dunce chair in the corner. Um, 
I am not eating this swill. I am. You, you can't make me. And then the cutaway no. shot. Do you have to eat it? Like yeah. it. Uh, do we have a picture of her? Chris? Yeah, it's online. If you, I'll, I'll repeat the name, Kenny, if you'd like to look it up. Krista Ann Muccio, M-U-C-C-I-O, oh, okay. 44 of Invergrove Heights, pleaded guilty yesterday in Dakota mm-hmm. County District Court. Uh, she was charged in March 2015, and she had challenged the Constitution constitutionality of the state's sexting law, arguing the pictures and texts were free speech protected under the wow, First Amendment. That is an interesting theory, yeah. Um, but yeah, she was charged with one count of possession of, oh no. <laughs> when you click oh, no. on that name, the third photo that comes up is Chris Farley as the lunch lady. <laughs> and he sure enough has the yellow gloves on. Yeah, right. The hair net, everything. Yeah. Oh my God. No, she's not bad. I'd take a gander. <laughs> <laughs> Muchacho. Her name's Muchacho? Yep. Muchio. M U C C I O. Muchio. All right. Well, what the hell? An Ohio mansion that heavyweight boxing champion. Who complains? That's what I wanted. Well, the the, the, the young man's father well, found why out did about they the... show it to him. Yeah. How does what he find out? What kind of out? a brat this kid is? Yeah. No, just... well, no, I, I believe the father discovered the, the, well, the photo. Right. He recently deleted it. Tell the father to keep his hands off his Who kids. That? Well, uh, the <laughs> boy's 15. Yeah, we got to. No, I agree with Royce. No, Two no. things you don't no. do is you don't look in your kid's phone oh, and you don't God. go in your kid's room. That's you don't right. want to know what's no. going on. No, hell no. If they're in there smoking dope, that's fine. If he's he's doing a good job of keeping it Well, private. you should always check the lunch schedule menu. You should always see what's going on for lunchtime. Joe, of course, earlier said, you know, when I was at Hill, when I went into the lunchroom, I had one thing on my mind, yeah, cool to eat lunch. lunch. Yeah, so souchere. Bet you she's some old badlax. Uh, Rook, here's where we'll need that cut. I won't play the entire thing, Patrick, um, but uh, Harrigan grabbed this snippet. It's fantastic. Uh, Former Chicago Bulls forward Carlos Boozer, I think we're all familiar with the story, he once rented his... Former Dookie. He rented his Beverly Hills house to Prince uh, during the course of a year when he was out in uh, Malibu recording an album. Boozer now has a podcast, and he talked about some of Prince's... uh, redecorating that he did while uh, Boozer was away. One of the bedrooms, he turned into a, a hair salon that had the real, like, hair salon. One room he changed, he changed into, a, like, a massage parlor. My weight room, he turned into, a, a like, a disco club with a DJ table. I thought that was actually pretty cool, actually. I wanted to keep that. Um, anyway, let me fast forward the story. So I'm livid. I'm like, dang, my man changed up my You don't need to crib. fast forward it. This is riveting yeah. stuff. <laughs> so he, he, he changed up my whole crib to purple and black. Put his stuff everywhere. So I'm trying to get a hold of him. I'm like, P.O., you know, this wasn't part of a contract. I'm leaving him voice messages. He hadn't returned my call to the point where I'm like, I'm about to sue Prince, which sounds crazy. But So I'll fast forward here because we're running short on time. Okay. He was worried about how much this was all going to cost to fix. Prince wired him $500,000 on the spot at the end of the lease agreement. The mm. house looked like Prince had never lived there. He basically went in, renovated the entire place. He had shown up, <laughs> Boozer did, because I believe he tore his hamstring, so he was injured. He just showed up, 
and saw what was going on. I go, what the hell is he doing to my house? As a landlord, that's what I want in a tenant right there. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. It's, a, it's a really cool story. It's oh. all available online, too, at 1500. And his uh, 738 heirs don't get to split that 500000 No, no. Right? Well, in that's, fact, that's the bad part. so the rent for the year was a million. Prince wired him that additional 500000 just to kind of ease his mind. Boozer, <laughs> after he found that, the, that he basically turned the house back to normal, spick and span, he gave him the five hundred thousand back, saying cool. I, that we're good. Yeah, it was a really How cool, cool story. Was Prince, man. Yeah. My favorite thing about the one Prince... guy from Duke, you can write not hate Carlos, <laughs> Carlos Boozer. Right. Yeah. My favorite thing about the Prince family were the people that wanted the the Prince money but didn't want to be tested. No, you don't need to test <laughs> no, it. Just no, trust just us. It's all legit. Yeah, yeah, it's all legit. We got way. it here. No problem. All righty. What do you got coming up on the Friday version of The Ride? It's the Friday Fun Fest. Fantastic. Uh, It's the Friday Fun Fest. We're kind of, uh, I I would say this is going to be a spontaneous show, Rook. Oh, I like that. Well, Fridays, you get that festive feeling and, you know, you're... You're right in the thick of it. It's uh, it's spring break. It's Friday afternoon in Fort Myers, and you are completely ready to just uh, kick it into high gear. The big weekend starts now. Well, yes, that is exactly right. Although uh, rain in the forecast here for the weekend in Fort Myers, and I'm you know what they say in Minnesota, we can use the rain. I, I don't think I don't think you can you always can use tell. No, right? You can always tell the the uh, the health of the rain by the little canals that they have. If they're dry, they need rain. If they're full, they don't want any more. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty simple formula, isn't it? Yes, that's right. All right, that well, uh, exactly right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll have a good old time, and we have a musical guest who uh, is about as honky tonk and old country as you can get. <laughs> 